After all these years of battling to lose weight and keep it off, struggling to stop emotional eating, stop binge eating, stop sabotaging yourself, have you ever considered that you might have a problem with addiction? Welcome back to the JoLynn Braley Show. Today, episode number 326, topic, The Addiction is Real. Welcome back to the JoLynn Braley Show. This is JoLynn Braley, permanent weight loss coach, weight loss mindset expert, master consciousness shifting coach, master certified NLP practitioner, master certified regular coach. Oh, yeah, I'm also certified in the consciousness shifting gig. And I am the founder of the Inner Self Diet, the diet that actually works. The Inner Self Diet is the diet that heals the root of what is driving you to keep sabotaging your weight loss. The root of what continues to motivate you, consciously or unconsciously, to binge eat, emotionally eat, obsess about food, sabotage yourself with food, and stay stuck in the struggle. The Inner Self Diet fixes all of this stuff, but it only works when you actually get into it and do it. Just hearing me talk about it and hearing about the results of my awesome coaching clients since I have been professionally coaching since 2009, just hearing me talk, that's not the Inner Self Diet. You've got to get into it. You've got to have that two-way communication with me in real time right over the phone You've got to have the accountability. You've got to have the commitment. You've got to be excited to change. And you've got to have the hope that you can. Seriously, honestly, once and for all, stop struggling with food and your weight. What does that mean? What is struggle-free weight loss? It means that you do all the things that you have to do to live a healthy lifestyle, but you don't get in your own way. You don't mess it up. You don't make yourself fail. You don't sabotage yourself. You just do what needs to be done to live healthy and fit so that you can lose weight and keep it off. Because let's get real, you're not going to lose weight by just meditating and continuing to eat the crappy food that you're eating now. Does that make sense? When you can live healthy and fit without fighting yourself, then it's no big deal because the only fight, the only struggle, the only problem that is stopping you from losing weight and keeping it off, it's all you. And you are the one who needs to transform. Unfortunately, there's no food diet out there that can do for you what the inner self diet does for my coaching clients. And if you want to learn just a little bit more about this topic of struggle-free weight loss, you can go over to easyfunweightloss.com, download my three free tips that will help you start making weight loss easier from the inside out. Do that at www.easyfunweightloss.com. And as you hear that 
web address. Does that irritate you? Because if you're so stuck and so frustrated and so desperate to change that you cannot even imagine what easy, fun weight loss would be like, then that just shows how far away you are, how big the gap is between where you are now and where struggle-free weight loss is. That doesn't mean that you couldn't have struggle-free weight loss. It means that you're not at all there. Does this make sense? So if you do feel irritated hearing easyfunweightloss.com, that just shows how stuck in the struggle you are. Once again, in case it's not clear, the good news is you do not have to stay stuck unless you choose to stay there and you refuse to reach out and get the professional coaching that you could get to solve your food and weight struggles in eight weeks or less. That's the coaching that I do with my awesome coaching clients in the Inner Self Diet. If you want my help to do that, you first need to go over to www.discovery-session.com. Take your first step there. So today's topic, the addiction is real. I got inspired to do today's weight loss podcast episode here on the JoLynn Braley Show, episode number 326. I got inspired to do this after a phone conversation that I had with a, a friend of mine, and I was telling him about this gal that I'd talked to on the phone who, in fact, uh, if you go back and go to, let me look this up here, do, 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 uh, Episode number 322, The Delusion of Someday Weight Loss. The Delusion of Someday Weight Loss. And in that podcast episode, I shared the story of the gal that I'd spoken to who is 138 pounds overweight, been struggling a lifetime, has no idea how to unravel her food and weight battles on her own, but she refuses to get help to heal and fix these problems. She's more comfortable in her comfort zone and she prefers to continue to eat. In her words, she doesn't want to, quote unquote, give up her food. All right. So that right there is a huge warning sign, a huge glaring sign, a huge indication of a big problem because if you were to already have, you who's listening to me talk right now, if you already had a weight loss mindset, if you already were living struggle-free with food and your weight, if you were already living a healthy lifestyle and it, it's, it just wasn't any big deal, if you were already free of the food obsessions, free of the food addiction, free of the addiction to your comfort zone, your addiction to feeling bad, your addiction to your negative stories, your addiction to your fears, all of this stuff, then you wouldn't use the phrasing, I have to give up my food. Because there is no giving up. There is no feeling of deprivation when you are in alignment with your goal of living healthy and fit, there's no big deal. There's nothing to fight against, okay? 
So anyway, I was talking with this friend of mine and just sharing this uh, short story about this gal that I talked to. No names shared, of course, uh, but just, you know, talking about the fact that she's, you know, in her own words, tells me that she hates herself. She's uh, she knows that she's mean to other people. She's even mean to her husband because she's so miserable with herself. And and then, you know, I say, hey, so I might have an idea for you of how you could fix this stuff. When would be the right time for you to start taking action to become this woman that you say you want to be, this woman who is normal with food, this woman who easily lives a healthy lifestyle, this woman who is releasing the 138 pounds without a struggle, when would be the right time for you to take the first step? And her answer was someday, later, tomorrow, after I do this, after I eat this, after I go talk to this person and this person and this person, after, 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 after. So I shared this story, right, with this friend. And you know what he said? He said, it's just like an alcoholic. And he's right. Now, see, I don't usually think about alcoholism. I mean, I do in general. I have talked about on other podcasts. I've, I've also talked about the fact that, you know, your problem, obviously, is food. Now, you might have some other problems too, but usually, not always, in fact, there are some people who they've got the food problem, the heroin problem, and the gambling problem, and they're really messy, and they are addicted to shopping. So, yeah, there are people out there that have more than one self-destructive behavior, more than one self-destructive addiction. Now, you though, maybe your only addiction, your biggest addiction is food, like me, okay? I've never been an alcoholic, never had a drug problem, never done drugs. I am so against smoking cigarettes or smoking anything or doing any kind of drugs, never done any drugs, except I have done the drugs of sugar alcohol, caffeine, and sugar, alcohol, caffeine, sugar, alcohol, caffeine. There isn't anything else. Sugar, alcohol, caffeine. And then if you count the drugs of um, the crappy ingredients that are put in processed food, like MSG and high fructose corn syrup and all of this crap that makes you want to keep eating more and more and more, and it... Uh, sparks a physical addiction to the food. However, the physical addiction, it only takes three days to get the majority of that out of your system. So uh, in general, I have spoken about these other addictions and how the, the biggest addiction, in my opinion. The biggest addiction is the addiction to the comfort zone and the addiction to feeling bad. The the addiction to holding yourself back. The addiction to your fears and your comfort zone where you know what it's like to live in hell, but you prefer to stay there 
instead of stepping out of your comfort zone to get the results that you say you want. Because all of the results that you say you want, the results of permanent weight loss, which means getting to your goal weight and staying there, the results of feeling fantastic about yourself, the results of becoming abundant in all ways. All right. Usually when people say the word abundant, people immediately think money, but there are so many ways of abundance. Now, being abundant in money is great because money is an energy and it allows you to be abundant in time and it allows you to be abundant in fun and all kinds of things, right? And you have to have money to buy healthy food. Now, all of these things are connected. And one thing that I do know for certain is that you can always make more money, but you can never get back the time that you have lost and continue to lose by struggling all by yourself. You know, the years will just keep going by as you continue to struggle all alone, in misery, in isolation, telling yourself that Monday it will be different. But Like this friend of mine said, he goes, wow, that's just like an alcoholic. It's never now. You know, it's it's never now. It's always got to be, oh, one more ice cream sundae, one more fudge bar. No, I'll get started on Monday after I have a big blowout binge on Sunday. And I hit, let's see, Kentucky Fried Chicken, Wendy's, Taco Bell, and the frozen... Aisle in the grocery store to get all the food that I'm afraid that I'm going to miss out on once I start this diet because I don't really want to start a diet. I'd rather just stay in my comfort zone and keep stuffing myself and whine and complain and moan and mope and walk around all fat and dumpy and unhappy, but at least I know what to expect where I am in my comfort zone. You know, people aren't going to expect much of me. They're not going to reach out and, and uh, you know, be looking up to me for any kind of advice or help or anything. So I can just stay in my comfort zone and stay home with the blinds shut and stuff myself with chips and dip and ice cream and fast food and get food delivered. And And uh, I hope that nobody notices that my pants don't zip up anymore, but I can always just order some new pants on Amazon, have those delivered, you know. I sure hate myself, but I don't want to give up my food. It's craziness. It really is. Now, understand, I can talk about all this because I've been there, all right? I'm not some holier-than-thou person who has always been skinny or anything like that. That's not true at all. So I can speak about these things because... I've been there, right? I have not ever had a problem with these other addictions. For me, the biggest problem that I've had is the food, right? Now, what do you do though? What do you do when you're basically, you're an alcoholic. You're an addict. You are like, you're just like a junkie on the street. But your junkie fix is Twinkies or Hostess cupcakes or 7-Eleven every night after work or McDonald's every day for breakfast, whatever it is, the frozen aisle at Trader Joe's, 
hey, I love Trader Joe's. But if I eat out of the frozen aisle where all of the um, uh, Mongolian chicken and French toast and burritos, fried rice, all those frozen desserts, all that stuff, that's not that, that just will blow me up, you know, with extra fat, extra weight. And then not just the weight on the body, but the heavy, heavy negative weight of the heavy emotions, the lowered self-esteem, the lowered self-confidence, packing on more insecurity, packing on the fears. It's just a, it's a no-win situation. It really, really is as far as what I'm, what I'm saying, it's a no-win situation to, in my case, I would be setting myself up for failure to eat like that on a regular basis. Now, I'm not saying that living a healthy lifestyle, that you can never, ever, ever go to the corner ice cream stand and get an ice cream. But when you're living a healthy lifestyle, you don't get the largest size on the menu, and you don't order two, and you don't order takeout to take home and put in your freezer, and you don't eat out of the gallon or half gallon at home. All right? Is this making any sense at all? A little bit? 92.8% of ending your addiction to food and mainly your addiction to your comfort zone, and I didn't even mention your addiction to struggle. I've had a couple coaching clients who totally addicted to struggle 100% when they first started working with me. That is an addiction. It's an addiction to a story. It's an addiction to thought patterns. It's an addiction to beliefs that are totally getting in your way. And, you know, that's a big problem for the folks out there who continue to tell themselves that, I can do this all on my own. You know, oh, that's nice what JoLynn's saying. It makes a lot of sense. But I'm going to lose weight first. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to do this. Oh, I got this new food diet. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to do this. And I'm going to get down to my goal weight. And then, then I will start being nicer to myself. Then I will get a weight loss mindset. Then, 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 then. You really, you really think that's ever going to happen? Seriously? For real? If you ever even get to your goal weight, you know? Now, there are people who can struggle and hate every moment and white-knuckle it to their goal weight. How many of them stay there? 92.8% of succeeding permanently with your weight, which means getting to your goal weight and then being able to manage a healthy weight for the rest of your life, 92.8% of this is all about your inner world, your inner self. And that has to do with how you think, what you think, unconscious thought patterns, unconscious beliefs, 
your self-image, your identity, your images and movies, whether or not you are live. And I'm talking about real stuff. When I say images and movies, this is inner self programming that you're running without even realizing it. This is the stuff that sabotages you and you keep wondering why you can't stop eating. Well, you can't. As long as you're running the unconscious, unhealthy programming that you're running right now. How do I know that you're running that kind of programming? Because you wouldn't be struggling with food and your weight if you weren't. There'd be no way. The people out there who are naturally and struggle-free living a healthy lifestyle, 90% of the time they're eating really healthy food. They eat only when they're hungry. They stop when they're full. Here and there... They might go out to dinner, go out on a date. They have dessert. Maybe they're not super hungry when they have the dessert. They share it. They have some dessert. But they don't think that their world has ended, and they don't hate themselves and then go home and eat a whole box of donuts. They easily, naturally live a healthy lifestyle. They're at a healthy weight. They manage that weight. It's not a big deal. They are running internal, inner self programming that supports the body they have and the behaviors that they have. They're not obsessed with food. They feel good about themselves. Overall, they still have problems. Everybody has problems, but they don't use their problems as an excuse to emotionally eat or binge eat. Are you following me? Does it make sense that... If you could transform your inner self, if you could transform your inner world, that you could step out of your addictions, your addictions to struggle, your addiction to your comfort zone, your addiction to your food. I hope it makes sense to you that you're not going to get to your goal weight and stay there by continuing to eat the way you do now. You get that, right? And there's no diet pill out there that can fix this. Any of those quick fix things that you get your hopes up about that say, oh, just take this pill or just do this one little hack and you don't even have to change your lifestyle and you're going to lose weight. That right there, whenever you see you don't have to change your lifestyle and you'll still lose weight, it's a lie. Come on, people. Come on, you You who's listening, come on now, let's get real. That's a lie, all right? Physiologically, it is not true, okay? You have a human body, and the human body, there's a reason why there's an obesity epidemic because of all this crappy food that is available 24 hours a day, and people are stuffing themselves with it, and it's super easy to get. And it's a legal addiction. It's totally legal. Oh, gosh. I don't know any other way to say it. But when you're living like that as a lifestyle and you hate yourself and you got self-esteem that's lower than groundwater and you have hardly any hope left that you could change, then what do you do? You got to raise your hope that it's possible to change. And the best way to make the change is you reach out and you get coaching to do this. Why? 
Because it's the fastest way to transform from where you are. Because you cannot be objective with yourself. You don't have perspective on yourself. You're too caught up in the drama and the trauma and the llama. You might not be riding a llama, and a llama doesn't really make sense in this, but I just thought I'd throw it in because it kind of rhymed, and it just came to me. <laughs> but um, if you want to make change, you can. If you want to just keep struggling and stay in your comfort zone and stay addicted to your own stories, your own drama, stay addicted to your food, just keep telling yourself later, someday, one day, that's cool, you know, that's awesome, it's totally your life, and it's totally your choice, you know. Nobody's going to come knocking on your door and say that you better change otherwise, you know, and that's not going to happen. But don't complain and don't blame other people for your circumstances and your results because the reason that you are where you are and the reason that you continue to struggle as you do is because of what you're doing and your, your choices that you're making and your refusal to get the coaching that you could get, your refusal to make the core inner self transformational changes that need to be made, need to be made if, if you want to stop struggling. All right. If you'd rather stay addicted, that's awesome. At least you're not living under a bridge, right? Because you're addicted to Twinkies. You're still able to go to work and everything, but you know, it's not much of a life, I don't think, in my opinion. I don't think it's much of a life when you're so unhappy with yourself. I really don't think that that's very, um, uh, it's not very, it's just not worthwhile. Now, please don't mistake my words, okay? I'm not saying that your life is meaningless. What I'm saying is, why don't you change why don't you change this stuff? What would life be like for you if you could wake up each morning and you felt excited and you were happy with yourself and you were happy with your, with your body and you looked your best in your clothes? I mean, shit, man. Why wouldn't you rather be living like that? Oh, I know the answer. Because you're too afraid. And that would mean leaving your comfort zone. So, you know, just make the conscious choice that your comfort zone is where you want to be. But then stop complaining about your results. Have you ever wondered if you have a weight loss mindset or not? After listening to today's podcast, I would think that you already know the answer to that question. But if you want to learn a little bit more, Go to www.yourpodcastbonus.com and you can opt in for my free five-day e-course, which will help you answer the question, is your mindset fit or fat? Go to www.yourpodcastbonus.com and you can get my free five-day e-course now. questions to ask yourself. I strongly suggest that you get pen and paper, write each question down, then write your answer down pen on paper. Writing pen on paper forces you to get out of the spinning in your head. It forces you to get out of the anxiety, get out of the 
running away that you're constantly trying to do from yourself and from your body and from your circumstances. Put both feet flat on the floor, put pen on paper. It forces you to get present and it forces you to focus only on yourself. There's also a connection that occurs between head, hand, and heart when you put pen on paper. You don't get that connection if you type on a keyboard. You don't get any connection with yourself if you just listen to me talk. You know, it just goes in one ear and out the other. So if you want to increase the connection between you and you, get pen and paper and just pause the podcast as you need more time. First question, how many addictions do I have? You're asking yourself this. How many addictions do I have? List them all out. Addiction to comfort zone, addiction to fears. What fears am I addicted to? Addiction to food. What foods am I addicted to? Addicted to feeling bad, addicted to uh, my stories, my pity parties, wanting other people to feel sorry for me. Just list it all out. Everything you're addicted to and the addiction to the struggle. Oh, I've got to be strong. I've got to do it alone, but I'm still not getting the results. Been at it for 30 years or no, 40 years. Oh, 50 years. Oh, I'm still, oh, but I can do it alone. I'm addicted to the struggle, but it's so good. I like to be a martyr. Well, you know, just accept the results that come from that, you know, but here, uh, this first question, you're listing all of your addictions. Number two question, where am I going to be a year from now by hanging on to this stuff? Everything that you just wrote in number one, where am I going to be a year from now by hanging on to all this stuff? Number three question, where could I be a year from now? If I were to get the answer, get the solution, get the step-by-step system to break free of my own personal jail cell. What's your personal jail cell? Your comfort zone, your addictions, your addiction to your comfort zone. Where could I be a year from now if I were to break out of my own self-imposed jail, step out of my comfort zone, step in to feeling great about myself, get on the path to releasing the weight and keeping it off? Number four question, how do I normally feel about myself on a day-to-day basis? Rate yourself on a scale of one to 10. One is, I really feel like crap about myself most of the time, feeling bad about my weight. I feel like I am a failure, always messing up. 10 would be, I feel wonderful. I've got high self-esteem, high belief in myself. I'm not always walking on air, but I know that I can handle anything that comes my way. I love my body. I feel good in my own skin. I've got a healthy relationship with food. Things are always working out for me and I'm rocking it. That would be a 10. Last question. What exactly am I going to do now? What exactly am I going to do now? That really all depends on what results you want. And you have to get your results in alignment with your behaviors 
your behaviors must match your words. Otherwise, you're just talking air. So maybe we should put in another question before this last one of what's my next step. Before that question, it'd be better to ask yourself, what exactly do I want going forward? What exactly do I want? What are the results that I want going forward from this point? And then ask, what exactly am I willing to do to get it? And what's my next step? And then it's all going to come down to whether or not you actually follow through. But first you have to have the right step-by-step system. You've got to make sure that you are addressing what is 92.8% of the problem. And that's all about your head. It's all about your psychology. It's all about your inner self world. It's all about what's going on inside of you. You've got to get all of that sorted out so that you stop struggling with the unhealthy self-sabotaging behaviors that are keeping your body fat. Does that make sense? There is no struggle once you have stopped fighting with yourself. Now, when I work with my awesome coaching clients in the Inner Self Diet, I've got all the steps put together. I have, you know, the system that works, obviously it works because I've never had a coaching client who followed my instructions and just kept it simple and just did the steps. Anybody who's done that, they have succeeded. They end their food and weight struggles and they do it in eight weeks or less. Now, obviously, just hearing me say what I just said just hearing me talk about these things, that's not going to get you any results. You have to get into the inner self diet in order to get the system and take action with it, follow the instructions, keep it simple, be accountable, allow me to coach you, get out of your own way and release your food and weight struggles for good. If you want those results, your first step is to go over to www.discovery-session.com. That's where you take your first step. To sum up today, the addiction is real, and it's all up to you whether or not you're going to keep it alive. You can either choose to continue to feed your addiction, feed your comfort zone, make the chains even stronger to your addiction and to yourself and to your comfort zone and to your struggle and to your overweight. Keep feeding that and just stay there and keep telling yourself someday, one day later, maybe, I hope, I pray, I think about, I'm going to think about this. Yeah, I'm going to think about this. I'm going to think about this. 20 years later, I got to think about this. I got to think about this, but I want those brownies while I'm thinking about it. You know, it just never ends. That right there shows you that you've got an addiction. When it's never now and it's always later, that right there, there you go. You're addicted. I think that most people who are having these problems are addicted to feeling bad. They're addicted to feeling bad. They're addicted to their pity parties. They're afraid of success. They embrace the failure because it's comfortable. And then nobody's going to expect anything out of them because look at them. They just fail all the time anyway. So they just give up and keep eating. 
Hey, and then a lot of them join the um, body positivity community, which is really not about body positivity. It's about just accept me as I am after I've given up on myself. And I really don't feel that good about myself, but I want you to like me so that I can try to feel better about myself. You know, it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. It matters what you think and how you feel about yourself. If you feel absolutely 100% fantastic in your own skin and 100% fantastic about yourself after you binge eat and after you emotionally eat and after you keep struggling on and on and on and on, sabotaging yourself, yo-yo dieting, if all that makes you feel fantastic, that's wonderful. But I've never met anybody who's telling the truth This says they feel fantastic about themselves, being overweight, being obese, continuing to sabotage themselves with food. It doesn't feel good physically to be overweight. And it feels horrible emotionally and mentally to be overweight or obese. It's a no win all around. So anybody who's trying to convince themselves that they're happy being fat, I don't buy it. I don't buy it for one second. You know uh, who's a great example of this is Melissa McCarthy. She used to say, oh, I'm so much happier being my size and being overweight than I ever was when I was thinner. Then why did she lose all this weight that she's just dropped? Why? Because it wasn't true. She was trying to say that she was happy being where she was. She really wasn't. Nobody is. Even these extreme obese models that they have out there now. There's one of them. I don't remember her name right now. She's gotten massive criticism for shaping up and getting healthy and losing weight. Nobody is happy being overweight. Nobody's happy being obese. Nobody's happy stuffing themselves with food and they can't stop eating. Everybody wants to lose weight, but most people aren't willing to do what it takes to get the results. If you're willing to do what it takes and 92.8% of what it takes is changing who you are on the inside, the negative stuff, keep the positive stuff, but all the stuff that is holding you back, that's got to go. If you want my help to do that, go over to www.discovery-session.com to take your first step. I'm JoLynn Braley, permanent weight loss coach, founder of the Inner Self Diet. I wish you your best life living inside of your ideal body.